0: Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts.
1: I'm James Anderson, merely one-fourth of the hosts on this show. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene or day by day until the end of time. Colin? Mm. Yes, percent. 25% of the of the market share is what we each have now <laughs> because we have two guests. Uh, that's how th- percentages work and that's yeah me i'm proud of that. you
0: you know you're really like i feel like it's crazy that i went to business school and you're the one yeah. who is doing a market share joke on our podcast before me yeah it was a little weird
1: well you know it's, um i like, cornered the
0: go ahead okay <laughs> Uh, we, can't, well, listen. we can't start like this. <laughs> I came there here to talk we, about we Marvel, damn it. Off. Why are we doing math? <laughs> we, we always have to do something that just causes Tay to just be like, why am I here? It was
2: so
3: immediate.
0: Um, it was immediate this time. Uh, but but it was smooth, we,
1: though. It was like we smoothly ran into a wall. Sure. <laughs> a
0: little bit, yeah. As smooth as one can. Uh, the, Okay, listen. This is in the future, so I know I'm kind of spoiling some stuff, but you know that guy Thanos?
2: what you know how he's no who yeah.
0: what what who, who i guess i will do it myself uh you know how he collects all of the infinity stones and he's just like and they go into a little gauntlet i feel that mm-hmm. way about us and getting scavengers network members on our show mm-hmm. it feels like every time we unlock a new one it's like uh, i grow more powerful <laughs> uh so uh i would like right to i'm glad i'm something that you can collect. With, uh, i guess <laughs> Well, okay, now, now um. it feels worse. Um, but okay, so let's start off with Tay, since Tay has been here before. Uh, Tay, hello, welcome back to the show.
2: I'm back, bitches.
0: <laughs> and then hello. let's also welcome Sid, who is the other half of The Lost Years and one fourth of today's show. See, there's some more math. Hi. <laughs> right. Uh, hey. And also one fifth of It Jans for They. Yes. Which is going to be recording very soon. Oh yeah, that's exciting. Uh, so, Sid, uh, we would like to take this moment to ask you just two quick questions mm-hmm. uh, that we ask every guest when it's their, their first time on the show. Uh, the first thing would be, what is your history with Marvel, whether it be the comics, TV shows, cartoons, movies?
3: Well, you name it. I started watching Marvel content. Back when the original well, quote unquote original, the Toby Maguire Spider Man came out. And I have since watched every Marvel movie to date. Um oh, yeah. after that. None of the T V shows. Nice. So this was an interesting one. None interesting. Of I mean like wait, not okay. The TV shows, yes. It, it's weird now because Disney Plus has Disney all of The Disney Plus them. shows. Not, not Disney right. Plus, yeah. 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 So but, like none of the okay, ABC okay, okay. shows I like never watched. Yeah, like no, I didn't do that either. television. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Gotcha. There's just so many now. Uh, I can't just say that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I have seen the shows, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: just too many. <laughs> You're like, okay, so hang on. I got to take out at least 20 minutes worth of Moon Knight jokes <laughs> to <laughs> cut, uh, which why would that be in this show? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So then easy. the other question is, is uh, could you talk to us a little bit about uh, the show that you do? Um which you know, usually when, when Tay's been here, Tay's pitched the show. So now it's your turn to pitch the show. Yeah, I've
2: done I've done my time.
1: You're in direct competition. We will be <laughs> yeah. putting <it> side <laughs> by got side the better. The transcripts. <laughs> yeah, better yeah. the
3: opposite of it.
2: Well, Sid's like I, I was gonna say, since a professional marketing person, but I also am technically both so of our jobs. I just forgot.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, Tay and I do a lovely little show called The Lost Years. Uh, we are recapping Boy Meets World uh, every single week. We go episode by episode, and Tay has seen every episode, and I've never seen it. So we go through every week and we chat about uh, the themes of the episode and the fun jokes that are in the episode and we just have fun and it's all nostalgia based and it's a great time. So if you've never seen it smooth. Same.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Good. We, Good. we we have a, we have brought you here today on this auspicious uh day for this uh specific clip for a boy meets world reason. And I'm not going to reveal it just yet, but okay. I want you to know that specifically you were picked for today because the only, we'll get there. We'll get there. Colin, that's, that's, I just wanted to tease that a little bit. So that they sure. stay here. That's,
0: that's one of those things where when I was doing my research for this episode and trying to look some stuff up, you had mentioned that previously. And I was like trying desperately not to find that myself mm. as I went. So I was like, at one point, I was going to look at some, like a specific character. I was like, no, hang on, just leave it. You never know. What if, what if, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, nope, that's not it. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay, never mind. Nope. Uh, yeah. Season three confirmed, maybe? I don't know. Um <laughs> and they're like, season two hasn't even dropped, Colin. Uh But that hasn't stopped Kevin Feige before from being like, hey, I know we've already talked about Secret Wars and stuff like that, but get ready for phase 12 <laughs> when we do Ant-Man becomes an uncle, part five. Huh. I don't know. Uh, I have to that go. time I didn't uncle get Ant-Man. there in time. Um, <laughs> I I will tap out. Oh, I'm done. done. In, in, I in to, a way, yeah, an, I can't yeah. be here. An ant man <laughs> is an uncle. Yeah, I mean, I guess often often is an uncle. Boo boo boo. I should not have opened that door. Uh okay, so Where's let's get to <laughs> let's get to uh today's clip. Uh it's well, I feel is like when we start doing well, it's tough, right? Cuz it's it's a section. It's a clip of the full episode, right? Um Like if you were looking at it on like iMovie and then you went cut, cut, on either side and split it and then just to leave the other part, that's a clip, right? They'd
2: call it a clip, yeah. Uh,
0: Don't call it a clip show. It's Agent Carter, season two, episode three, starting at thirty-seven seconds and ending at eighteen minutes and six seconds. And immediately, I need a cough. Sorry.
2: God, Colin, (laughs) we're doing a podcast, Colin.
0: (laughs) I know. I gotta be more professional. And here's what happens. A dramatic stinger. And then Peggy Carter drives up and just sort of parks in the middle of the street. She's hounded by journalists. They ask questions about radiation, if Dr. Wilkes is a suspect uh, at Isodime. And if he did do it, did he have a vendetta? Wild jumps in questioning here. Uh, Sousa meets her inside Wilkes' house where they are looking for evidence as to what led to the events of the previous evening. Despite Sousa saying otherwise, that's weird to say, hard to say, man. Uh, Carter believes that she's the reason why Wilkes is dead and seems deflated that the only clue that they have to work with right now is a tie pin, the same kind that Dottie Underwood tried to steal in New York. Whoa, crazy. They find a plank of wood over an empty compartment. In it, they find conveniently located Russian passport, plane ticket to Moscow one way, and $50,000, which, by the way, in today's standards, I looked this up too, uh, would be just shy of $650,000. Very nice. I literally yeah.
2: got chills. I know. That would be <laughs> so life-changing.
0: It's so much money. Oh, my God. Uh, I think that is more money than I've ever... If you combined every dollar amount that I've ever had in my life, I don't think it would still add up to 650000 No. which so is, this is like,
1: I found uh, $25,000 underneath this floorboard, and I'm yeah. not really sure. So like,
0: wow, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Seuss is, Seuss is better than that. Uh, She questions why he'd even have this when another agent, Agent Baker, enters holding a piece of evidence, a uh, Tokarev... TT 33, which is a Russian gun, which also now has this agent's fingerprints on it. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm glad like we're this. keeping the sanctity of a potential crime What's scene. What's
1: up? I got this gun oh, here. That's
3: this crazy. One. <laughs> yeah. It's like that.
0: Here, look, I'll even fire it to show you. you know. <laughs> it's
3: like that. <laughs> it's a working gun. It's like that John Mullaney bit yeah. where he's like, the detective. Yeah. Mm, gross. <laughs> just seeing blood and then just going away. The 40s were
0: Yeah. Back to my hunch. I've used that line. <laughs> So much. <laughs> Gross. Clean it up. Now back to my hunch. Uh, and speaking of hunches, this is a great segue. Thank you. Uh, he states that it's the same gun that was used to kill the agents moving Jane Scott's body and says, your, pal's Wilkes, no, your pal Wilkes wasn't just a spy. He killed two of our guys. A spy who hides every bit of incriminating evidence in one easily discovered place. I don't believe it for one moment. Sousa asks her about her hunch. See, it was in my notes. Uh, she thinks She's that like, Isodyne is trying to frame Wilkes and they want the SSR to do their dirty work. Meanwhile, in the wild, wild west, what? Pay attention. Cole and the sheriff go out in the street to begin their duel. You get some classic end of the line. Tough talk. Nope. Tough talk, sheriff. And this is my town. When, yeah, okay. <laughs> when Peggy and Jarvis show up and ruin the shot. Stark calls cut and that's a wrap for lunch. I would like a chicken Caesar wrap. Thank you. Uh, Stark approaches and discusses Peggy being in the movies. That one, by the way, I wrote in there. It says, you're welcome, Tay, uh, next to that joke. Uh, nice Stark approaches shot. and discusses Peggy being in the movies. I literally was like, don't mention it unless Tay is like, come on. Um, <laughs> it fucking played right into your hand. <laughs> right into my hand. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, He says, Peggy, I always thought you should be in the movies, Peg. What do you say, Arlene French called in drunk? You want to play a sassy beer wench? I'd rather be the cowboy. I like it. Says a feminist womanizer, Howard Stark. I don't think the audience is ready yet, but they're ready for a movie based on a comic book. Sounds like a dreadful idea. And I wrote literally, "Hey, they did that thing. No. <laughs> They've done that. That's the that's the fun part of this, right?" Uh, I'll have you know, this is a historical drama, which you know, Captain America: The First Avenger might. Well, okay, never mind. We've, we're have past that period. Uh, moving on. So Stark talks about how it's based on the real kid cult, and if it's a failure, it'll be a great tax write-off come next season, somehow predicting the future of HBO Max and Warner Media some 75 years in advance. Sorry I didn't catch you last night. We rapped late, and Irene Dunn and I rapped even later, he says, playfully hitting her arm like, hey, look at me go, yeah. right? You love right. your favorite little brother, right. Peg. <laughs> Hello, Peggy. <laughs> um, she asks if they can discuss the real world for a moment. <laughs> Love it. Season seven was the best. <laughs> they watch footage of the Rift snuffing out an atomic explosion. Got it. He asks what caused it. Peggy tells him about zero matter and asks him how it could be possible. He tells her that you can't find that kind of power in the natural world. Uh, this would be the greatest find of the century. Jarvis points out that it's such a big deal that Isodine would try to cover it up by labeling Wilkes a communist. Stark remarks it's an easy sell since he already has a target on his back for the color of his skin. Stark is going over the evidence and then holds up a tie pin. Wilkes is a member of the arena club. Uh, he remarks that he's surprised that he's a member since they keep their ranks male and pale. Great line. Uh, Jarvis here isn't even white enough for them. Please, he scoffs. Jarvis hands Peggy a cup of iced tea and says, I'm sixteenth Turkish. Um, they discuss the details of the place, how the arena club is a social club for LA's silver spoon crowd since 1906, the influential, the powerful, the reptilia and the verdentia. They've been trying to get Stark to join for years. I'm not a joiner. Jarvis and Peggy share a look. Women aren't allowed. There's that too. There's a good back and forth about remembering who Dottie is, which is pretty wild since in the end yeah. of that episode, he's like, Ida. See, I knew I'd remember. But anyway, so Peggy's like, okay. Enough of this. I'm going to go start looking. Across town, Whitney Frost moves back her hair to find a small crack in her skin with zero matter behind it. Calvin Chadwick shows up to show her the headlines of Wilkes being a communist. Frost asks him what would he think about her retiring from acting. And his response is less than stellar, but she plays along. (laughs) Sousa and Carter walk into Sousa's, Sousa's office to find Jack Thompson sitting at the desk. As Peggy calls it, an appalling surprise. He says, I miss you too, Marge. Uh, Jack says that he's in town to take care of some other business. and In the meantime, he's going to fix their mess. You think that's what you do. He shows her that he fixed the report she made, where uh, it also claims Wilkes is a Russian spy. He says he won't let let her make a report where she talks about going around Hollywood with this guy uh, because people might get the wrong idea. That idea being that she's a communist. Susa reacts visibly as Jack picks the lesser of two evil comments to make. Peggy and Jack get into it, and Dottie and his lack of new information from her, uh, Jack tells them that their investigation is done, and signs, and then signs the report when Peggy refuses. Susa says, I forgot what a pleasure it was to work with you. And they both leave Thompson to be somehow worse than he's ever been. As Peggy storms out, some items begin lifting off of a desk nearby. All right, we're, we're nearly done, I promise. Uh, they meet up with Stark at his estate while there's a party happening. Are you done fannying about? Ooh, crazy. Uh, Peggy wants to bug the arena club and bribe Stark to follow her to work on the plan by stealing his drink and making him go after it. <laughs> Here, boy. who's? It? He's like, hey, wait, hey, I'm bring that back. Stop it. Uh, at the SSR West Branch, Thompson watches the Rift footage. He goes through many emotions all in one go. He's then interrupted by being told that Vernon Masters is there to meet with him. They talk about the Isodine situation and Vernon convinces Thompson to bring Wilkes' stolen material to him. It's a matter of national security. Thompson pushes for some answers, but gets nowhere. Eventually, he says he'll bring it. If he finds it, call me. We'll do lunch. Apparently, that's the kind of thing that goes on out here. Finally, at the arena mm-hmm. club, a very hungover and angry Stark is getting the tour. He makes some comments about the club not being lively and lets in a whole slew of young women. Don't ever say Howard Stark didn't get completely behind the suffragettes. Torrance, shows that Torrance throws a fit about it, and all the other men, though, seem to be quite enthused by the new company. <laughs> Peggy slips in with the crowd and begins her search. She begins planting bugs when a secret door behind a bookcase, because of course that's going to be here, right, uh, opens up. She hides as Calvin Chadwick exits with a bunch of elite members. She sneaks into their main meeting room where they have a, a couple newspapers about the f- that are printed in for the future, right, already printed up and ready to go. She tries to bug the room, but it immediately has interference. So she has to crush it just as a security guard walks in. She sets something ablaze to distract him and slips back out through the door. Peggy is almost caught by another security guy when Jarvis shows up and saves her. Miss Wendy, the powder room is that way. In her American accent, she says, oh, I'm so sorry. I just get so confused around books. And they Mm -hmm. rush away. Stark collects the girls and heads out to return to his pool. Okay. So, that's the scenes. Uh... So what are our thoughts on what we've seen here?
1: I want to do just a correction or two. uh, A correction. That I noticed uh, the subtitles uh, did say Baker is the name of the guy that brings the gun in. Uh, And I think that's based on how Peggy pronounces Vega's name. But that is, in fact, still just Vega. She says Vega, and it sounds like she's saying Baker. That's interesting. Because
0: I was was writing, and what I do sometimes, because I have captions on, is if I'm writing down lines i just hit pause and read it off the screen right mm-hmm. that's interesting
1: and I, I wrote baker down to do an avengers ensemble for and that's There's not a baker. thing and i went back and i was like interesting i was like they, they're gonna introduce another cop into this <laughs> scene but they didn't yeah they sure just enough hurt uh, yeah. her wrong
2: yeah, yeah. disney plus captions tend to be wrong i, I as someone who like transcribes <laughs> episodes <Yeah>. they're basically <laughs> yeah. always a little bit off
1: yeah exactly. and then uh the guy that comes in at when she's under the table, the first guy that comes in is uh Rufus Hunt who we have seen previously and we'll see again he right. just uh he is clean he's not like attacking someone so he he's all cleaned up and whatever so it's it's I had a tough time I was like, is that? And so yeah, he's uh, a guy we've seen before.
0: I feel like the way you know it's him is is it's because he walks around just openly holding a gun in his hand at all times.
1: Right, <laughs> <laughs> right exactly. Because he he
0: literally yeah. like points around the room and like at the <laughs> newspaper with it,
1: gesturing with a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excuse me, where's the bathroom? We start over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> whoa!
0: Sorry, I thought
1: the same. Was... <laughs> uh, and I think that's I think that's it. I just wanted to. to I just didn't want the listener to be like, uh, he didn't do detective Baker. And I just wanted to really quick, uh, head that off of the pass. Yeah. Um,
3: my initial thoughts, um, never seeing the show before and then just popping into season two, episode three. Like they did the whole recap (laughs) at the beginning, which I did watch. That was like previously on agent Carter. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) So I just, uh, walked right into it. And it's exactly what I thought it would be, which I think is fun. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Lu- Love, you-, you lucked
1: out. You got the shortest recap of the series so far, I believe. Uh, a, th- a quick 30-second thing where it's usually like a minute and change uh, of recaps. So, it's amazing. Like, by this time you've seen the show, right. you get it. <laughs> so it's like, oh. Yeah,
2: sure. Right. Actually. Uh, if it makes you feel better, Sid, I've only watched one episode of Agent Carter previous to this, and it's the one directly before this one. Oh, wow. At least you got a little bit of setup.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the funniest thing was because then we had to stop at 18 minutes. I was like, "Well, right. don't know how this one ends." I did watch the rest
2: of the episode because I was like, "I need to know what's going to happen to these people yeah. right now."
4: Yeah.
0: I genuinely think that of all of the non, like Disney Plus, maybe well, okay, and not Netflix. So like of all like the right. ABC, uh, broadcast shows, this was the the best one. 100%. Um. I I very rarely have walked away from an Agent Carter thing being like, eh. You know, yeah. Usually, I would say nine out of ten times they they nail mm-hmm. it yep. um, with like tone and storyline and stuff like that. It's yep. certainly much stronger than, well, in humans. Really.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not going to tell that. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready, but nah, it's fine. We'll get there. I think it is an interesting way to take the plot that it was uh, let's use Howard's talent <laughs> privilege to get into the club. And privilege I mean that in a correct. number of different ways. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny cause it's like the thing that we always worry or sort of slightly worry about Howard is that he's going to be hitting on Peggy all the time. But he clearly differentiates her from, you know, she's not like all the other girls, sort of stuff. But in this situation, he is, they're banking on the fact that he's like, he and Jarvis are the only ones in the group that are going to think that, that she will, com- you know, blend completely in with all these other women, which right, a- appears correct. to work completely well. So that she came up with the plan is sort of a, I don't know, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, it's sort of like, ah. Eh, I can blend in with all these people. It's fine.
2: Well, it's fun, too, because it's it's all women were sort of viewed the same in this time period. Right. Right. So, like, it doesn't even really matter how much she did or did not blend. She came in with a gaggle of women, and so she is just one right. of the many. And I think that's right. really fun to play off of. And yeah. even how she departed yeah. from that entire place. She
3: put on yes. the best performance in a minute. <laughs>
1: For sure. Secret agent, For baby. Sure.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> she should
4: have a show.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, hold on. Now there's an idea. I don't think I wanna, the audience is ready yet.
2: I want to say too, since this is, well, no, never mind. Cut what? that. Cause it's going to be, this is coming after the episode that I'm doing with you guys. Right. Yeah. So you, that, you're I'm not
1: allowed saying. to have any thought, follow up thoughts from what you will say in the future. <laughs> right, in the exactly. So, Time is um, weird. <laughs> uh, there's also another correction that is subtitle related, uh, and credits related. The character that he that that cowboy is um, in the western that he's filming is definitely Kid Colt. Uh, the credits list him as the Rawhide Kid, and I don't know if you did any research on these two uh, disparate Marvel cowboy characters, right. but they are, as far as I'm aware, not the same one.
0: <laughs> but I don't believe so.
1: It's uh, it's fine because they are. Uh, they are the same, basically the same character. Although I will say that the Rawhide kid is, I think, uh canonically, if you include like sort of retconning the first gay character in in the Marvel Universe. Um But that didn't happen. I mean, like, know. he wasn't at this time he wouldn't have been, and he wasn't the first one revealed, but like he takes place the first, so it's you know, you know comic books and how they're doing all right. sorts of yeah. plot stuff. <laughs>
2: I, really but like... I think that
1: he is separate from Kid Colt. Sorry.
2: No, you're fine. I really like how uh Howard Stark is just like so bored that he's like, I'm gonna do movies now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Sounds fun. I'm gonna do movies.
1: Exactly. It's Like,
2: I've got the money. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Um, it it really is. It's it's interesting that he has gone from the technology of war to the technology of film mm-hmm. and sort in sort of a seamless kind of way, which is something that
0: why I I think it's interesting because he he kind of views it as a science right his whole thing is he's like oh I can figure out exactly what people want like you know like objectively like my stuff will be the best because I know like how to put on you know these things um which I think is is also still very bold yeah right
3: I will just say too this is out of the context of Marvel. But the actor that plays Howard Stark, I completely didn't realize is the same guy that plays Skye for Mamma Mia, who's the fiance. And Mm -hmm. I had just watched Mamma Mia 2 on a plane. And so I was very much in the mindset. And I was like, hold the phone. Like, I I took a look at him. And I was like, remove the mustache. You can sing. (laughs) (laughs) And so it did throw me through a loop. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I like you even more. I already liked him, his Howard Stark in... Captain America and everything. So I right. it was right. great, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome.
1: Fun. It's like a you an, an Avengers ensemble come to life. Very cool. Like you've, <laughs> uh, you 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 watch the other one first, and that's really cool. That's
0: fun. <laughs> um oh, sorry, go ahead. I think so. Oh, I read a book
1: something. one time about uh, early Hollywood and basically the like a lot of people went out to Hollywood in like the early in the early days, like especially like, special effects people in like a scientific mindset like mm. l- right. how can we do the like how can we use like illusion and you know practical effects and stuff to make stuff look really real and i think because there wasn't that's cgi we... yet
0: so it was right. like yeah. you had to like everything had it. to be yeah right. that's true <laughs> um so i guess you could have some form of graphic
1: GIs, and they got uh,
0: <laughs> that yeah that's a different yeah Uh, so are there any other thoughts on any of the little bits here, uh, or,
3: um, I think because it was the forties, I also had to remind myself how crazy it was, how communist spies were just such a huge part of this time period. Um, Mm -hmm. and like everybody who didn't agree with one way was all of a sudden just labeled a commie and granted there were spies in the country, but Hollywood especially got that rep. And so it was just nice to see it just. In L.A., everyone was like, oh, they must mm-hmm. be a spy. And then it's like, oh, the man actually is a, he's a communist. <laughs> uh, right. So,
2: yeah. I was wicked surprised to see Chad Michael Murray in this. Me too. Right? <laughs> I was like, whoa, what are you doing here? Him and, <laughs> go back to
3: which tree is him hill. Him and Kurtwood
1: Smith, because I was thing. like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Lots of uh, uh, 90s and 2000s TV coming coming <laughs> out, coming into this,
0: which is very funny to me because like I never watched One Tree Hill or whatever, and so I saw a thing of them recently having some sort of like reunion thing yeah. where they were doing like a basketball game, and I sent that to James, being like, "Wait a minute, what's Jack Thompson doing playing basketball?" You know, it was like very oh very weird watching that. I mean, obviously I'd know him in other things as well, but yeah. it was just like that's what we're in right now. Because I never watched that show, I was like, I had no idea he was in that. Though, so I'm going to take the, the opportunity
1: for people who have watched <laughs> One Tree Hill to be in front of me. Uh, I always bring up this, and no one ever has seen or heard of the show. Uh, I did go to high school with Hillary Burton. And, what? uh she was, yeah, like I acted with her and like hung out with. Yeah, like she was a year ahead of me and like, we, yeah, it's Shame, she went off that? and got on MTV. And, That's yeah, so crazy. Oh, actually. I happen to have right here. Um, this is me and Hillary Burton after Midsummer Night's Dream. James, James. Um, yeah. What yeah. she was? She was puck, and I was a. I had gotten cast as an attendant, but I said I would dye my hair blue if I got to be a fairy, and that got me a speaking role. And that is how you do acting. Wow, it. yeah, <laughs>
2: that's so funny. One
3: powerful, yeah.
1: like, so.
2: but I'll commit. <laughs>
1: exactly and my mom was like we'll do what now and she made (laughs) me dye my hair back before the weekend was over so not only a pretty big bummer but also an expensive bummer which is the worst kind of bummer yeah um but yeah like we we've watched her hillary go from like oh she's going up to new york to do to be at, at college and then she like was in the crowd during a trl one time and like her gradual rise to him so to fame, and then all of a sudden she was on this show for years, and like I see her on box sets and things. So that's
2: crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's pretty fun, and that is the reaction I'm always looking for. Thank As you. Should be instead of yeah.
3: that's instead of Colin sitting what, here just nodding along,
2: like, yeah, I know exactly
3: no, what you're no, talking I'm, about. I'm nodding
0: because I've heard I've heard this uh, this spiel essentially a, a couple yeah. of times at this point, and no but one's it's also, ever I'm,
2: given a correct response.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: Exactly you know, right. I
0: feel like everyone usually has the reaction of Calvin Chatwick to the question of what if I retired from acting, right? Where you're hoping for like the go for it or like I'm so excited, right? And instead he's like, ha, wait until after I get elected," right? And she's like, "Mm.
1: And then you can have all the and, babies you want." Yeah. Oh, oh my
0: god. <laughs> that line. Oh, I forgot so about gross. that. Yeah. That's so it's so gross. Bad. It's so bad.
1: Sometimes you-, you really want these villains to kill a whole bunch of people like you feel like it's fine.
0: <laughs> Listen, Who? there are times where you go, no, that was fine. That was good. That, that's that's okay. Yeah.
2: I was an owl Not for 2.4 seconds. No, no, um, right.
0: No, I mean, like, if she kills him, yeah. then you're like, okay, you know what? Good for you.
2: This man is, like, already so terrible in the previous episode. And then he is, like, just in the se- – when they, like, reconcile, right? And they're like, we're in this together. I'm going to do my Senate race. And he's just, like – a total piece of shit the entire time.
0: <laughs> like he, she's he's fine. a piece of
1: shit that doesn't contribute anything anywhere. And like he's at gonna least be a pe- senator. Yeah.
0: God. Well, you know, it. I don't know what the word for this is necessarily, but like what it what it comes down to is because I think that when it comes to things like politics and like being a senator, he could actually, unfortunately, be very good at it. I kind of have a feeling I know where his stuff leans. Uh, But, like, I I think that based on how successful he's been in the past with other things shows me that he can do these things. But I think that, like, it's like when you think that you're playing checkers, but secretly your wife has been playing 4D chess (laughs) Mm. and also a game of, like, backgammon, like, on the (laughs) side, like, in her mind only, like, the whole time. Right, and he's like, I just jumped one piece, and she's like, "That's cute, checkmate." Anyway, yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's that thing of he again. It's kind of the the same situation as the arena club folks, right? Like, they think that their status <laughs> gives them a power.
4: Yeah. Right.
0: Like in um, it, uh, is, Dark Knight Rises, when he goes, it's like when he's like uh trying to boss around Bane, and he's like, "I gave you a small fortune," and he goes, "And you think that gives you power over me?" And you're like. It's good. good shit.
1: That's that's how I feel like this
0: stuff is. Really, it's a pretty good movie.
3: I saw that at midnight, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't seen most things.
1: I uh, one thing, one bit of context I want to to for sure give uh, to the two of you is that Whitney Frost is established as incredibly intelligent. Like, actually, it's the mm-hmm. next episode. They it's do a lot of episode. backstory where she's. Is it this episode? Well, they they Four? say
2: that she's like they find out that she is the genius behind everything. Right,
1: right. Yes. right. And then in the in the next episode, dur- through a series of flashbacks, we see that it, she's been like this since she was like eight or something. Oh, like she was right. fixing a radio in like 1920 when right. like radios were sort of like brand new yeah. sort of stuff. And like to know that context makes it like, it doesn't make it suck more, just sort of more intensely. Mm-hmm. It's like, She's so smart, and she's the brains behind every bit of his success.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: And he's just like "Ah, ha,
0: silly woman. You (laughs) You don't have a say. Exactly. Constantly (laughs) reducing her
2: to like, and then everyone around her constantly reducing her to her age and her looks. Like,
1: yeah.
2: Honestly, yeah. I support women's rights and women's wrongs.
0: Uh, Agreed. (laughs) And what I think is like the part of the story here, in a way, is that like this is sort of the opposite journey of what Peggy had in season one, yeah. where she faced a lot of the same issues to some extent and like not being viewed as like an actual agent and all this other stuff because she was a woman and then it turns out she was like way ahead of them and smarter and right. better and stronger. Uh and they're like, Oh, okay, actually women rule and you're like, Thank you. You finally the, catch up.
1: At the end of the season, well we well, see yeah, yeah. that well, the white man yes. the, white, the white man bodies yeah. you're uh what's a um I'm so sorry. I'm blanking on what not. Uh,
0: like cishet? Or no, no, no. Like Sousa
1: for? has a has a. Uh, oh, disability. A disability.
0: Oh, right. Well, you said What's, able-bodied, right?
1: Did I say, is able-bodied okay? I thought that was not a. Is that okay? I think what a I weird think that's question to stop phrase myself. to use. But okay, like yeah. The. Anyways, he's uh, you know, the 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 fact that like he's gonna win and take the credit and get the like commendation anyway is sort of a right. weird win oh, yeah, that yeah. season, but. It's it's in keeping with uh, the, the theme 40s. of the show, and also uh, mm-hmm. you know, reality is is the right. other thing that it's in keeping with. Um, yeah, Chadwick sucks, and if I may, his character rules on the Mentalist. So I'm just saying, like he is <laughs> you
0: and the Mentalist really still. Um, and look forward to that. Yeah. Way more content on that. Um, So uh, let's see. Okay, I have a couple of small notes, like historical type things. I think James has a um, Avengers ensemble. I'm just eagerly
2: awaiting the Avengers ensemble.
0: Sure. Well, then let me get through my stuff quickly, since (laughs) I feel like that's the kind of like the big thing. And I have a guestion to end it.
4: Yay!
1: Great. You know, let's make up for the disappointment of my inevitable reveal of why you're here and uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. be like, Oh, oh. Right. Okay. Colin? <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Back to you in the studio. Uh, hey, so, Colin,
1: uh, can you look at my name? I changed it uh, during during your, your thing. <laughs> Toftuck. <laughs> I saw uh, that.
0: I was waiting for this. What's moment. funny is I was like, was that what it was when we first started? All of a sudden, I couldn't remember what the beginning was. And I it's went,
3: always hmm. been Toftuck. Okay. What yeah. are you talking
0: about?
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Um,
3: the space. <laughs> what are you talking about?
2: It's always been.
0: And then I was like, yeah, and then I was like, wait a minute, no, that can't have been, hmm. <laughs> jerk. Anyway, uh, so here we go. So the first thing that I did was, this was a classic thing from the Captain America series uh, that we did, series? Hmm. Uh, episodes that we did, though. Series of episodes, there you go, where we would sometimes look at, like, a piece of technology and go, surely that didn't exist. Okay, never mind. Google says it did exist by then. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Once again, I had that where I went, (laughs) wireless mics and bugs didn't exist. They would have had a hard wire. Nope, 1945. Okay.
1: There it is. Um, That's fine.
0: It doesn't say specifically that it was created, like, I mean, obviously it was created during the war, but it didn't say that it was made, like, for the war Mm But like, what other thing were they using it for? You know yeah, what I mean? Why are you bugging, right?
2: Just in your everyday.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, like, I feel like that has citizens? to have been spy stuff. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, sure, but I mean, I don't think they were doing that as much as until we were like, hey, what if we call everyone a communist and then we continue to do that until uh, what year is it again now? Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so like that was an interesting thing to see. I was like, surely that kind of a buck. Nope, never mind. Does exist. Uh, also, I was really trying to figure out, they made a weird point, I feel like, to be like, when they were talking about the Arena Club, considering it like was made for Agent Carter, I was like, there's no Marvel Comics history for them to like link to, necessarily. So why do they feel the need to drop in since 1906? Mm. So I did a huge, I spent at least an hour trying to find a reason why. There would be a reason for like a secret organization to come about in 1906, and I got to tell you, this is possibly the most disappointing research I've ever done. Oh, no. There has been nothing. I have two possible uh, answers, right? Okay, uh, and that is that uh, they are you know based in California, and so perhaps it, this was something that was in the works like this plan for a while, and then in 1906 there was the uh, great San Francisco earthquake that uh, killed over 3,000 people um, and so there's a possibility that because people were sort of distracted by that, they could just sort of build up in the shadows for a moment while everyone's kind of over there looking that way. Mm. And so then when everyone turns around, there's just suddenly this club. They're like, oh, hey, no, we've been here the whole time. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, so that, that's one thing. It's a kind of a good distractor maybe. Uh, but the other thing is perhaps they formed to secretly help lead the nation from the shadows, to allow uh, Taft's election uh, that was coming up in just a couple of years. Uh, mm. But other than that, I have no idea why they chose 1906. And I really, really, really wanted there to be a reason. I mean, <laughs> like in Marvel Comics, in regular history, um, in Marvel Comics, they did say that like an early mutant fight s- started the uh, the earthquake in San Francisco. Mm. But like, it couldn't have, okay. Stop changing your name. Um <laughs> But, uh yeah that's that, that was all that i had for that uh and then i will say i did look up kid Cult, by the way yeah. um for okay. for this section for in the comics which is fun mm. uh and it's great because the the drawings and costuming are fairly close i want to know why they gave him the biggest chunkiest like non-usable gloves. What was up with the that gloves? That was weird. Oh they my god. They were
3: like gosh. kitchen gloves. He, okay, that classic country western outfit though like made it seem like a hamburger lookalike in the old west. Like he had a cowhide <laughs> vest and a red shirt and the big ass yellow gloves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <He's-> <laughs> Listen, you That's laugh. That's pretty accurate to the comic book, right? But that
0: is exactly what he was yeah.
1: drawing love- Oh my God. <laughs> it's so yeah. bad though. So many comic book things come from we don't know how to draw hands. Like there's, (laughs) if I may, more than a handful of
0: reasons. (laughs) No, Um, we were doing so good. It's one of the things that they did with Doctor Strange when they were first drawing him. He used to also have big chunky yellow gloves. So they gave them to him in Thor Ragnarok for like the two scenes that he's in just to be like, hey, remember that time that he did this? (laughs) Remember when he had And it's like they're, they're weird ass gloves. And it's like almost the exact same type. It also really bothered me that like I get having like an itchy finger, like getting ready to pick the gun out, but he is like, I don't know what the word for it is, but like he's just like he's touching the gun in the most uncomfortable way. Yeah, his hands just
2: tremoring insanely. And it's even worse because of his big yellow kitchen gloves.
0: I know. It feels like he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Right. Like (laughs) it's it's really weird. Um, but Kid Colt, uh, let's see. Here, let me scroll down just a little bit. Um, his real name is Blaine Colt. Blaine. He was introduced. Now, here's a fun fact for you. This is a this is a fun little note for you. He was introduced in Kid Colt number one in June 1948. So Howard Stark once again is the reason why something happens too early.
1: Wow. Uh, I was and, like, what if you don't write that comic book and I make a movie about it instead? Pretty much, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, what is fascinating is that he died in Falcon Volume Two Number Four. And it wasn't even shown; they just mentioned it. Oh no! Yep. Yeah, he, he got an off-screen killing, and I feel like that's <laughs> so a, or sad. off-panel. He um, deserves which better. Is, there's a, fascinating. There's a
1: part <laughs> where a couple of characters go back in time and like, like wrangle cattle and fight outlaws and stuff with him in like a modernish day yeah. sort of deal.
0: It's also fascinating because like again, he's always drawn as like this outlaw guy, kind of he doesn't usually have that big yellow thing. It's usually like if it's if he is wearing it, it's like around his neck. It's a big um, bandana. I feel like that must have been a thing where they maybe they couldn't have that actor in for whatever reason. Like he wasn't a uh sag after a actor. Oh, so they covered his face. So they covered we're his face. We're going to or, I
1: don't think that that's true, and we're gonna find out why in Avengers okay. Ensemble.
0: Oh, oh good. cool, good. Uh, I was going to say, or he maybe he was just some sort of like, it, this is like a hidden cameo kind of thing. Like, you know, when uh, Daniel Craig was uh, the stormtrooper. Oh, there's no way. You know? Well, it's um, not. So that, be...
1: Okay. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. not that, it's but not it is not quite on the nose, like but it's, it's,
0: it's okay. in the range. Okay. Um, yeah. But I, I will say what is fascinating. So James, you did uh, nail it. In 1873, Kang the Conquer, a time traveler from the 30s, 31st century, came to the 19th century in order to conquer that time period. Uh, taking over the town of Tombstone, it's two. It's it's lone hero of the Two Gun Kid sent out the call for help. Ringo the Kid, the Rawhide Kid, and the night Rider joined with Kid Colt. I love how many so of them many are kids. kids, kids they're all so kids. They're all kids. Marvel being like, uh, we're kid friendly. These. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's exactly. name is that's, kid. <laughs> uh, and then Hawkeye and the Avengers joined, which <laughs> oh, is fascinating. Yeah. Haw- um, Haw- Hawkeye. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Right, and Thor also showed up. Yeah. Yeah. And like Thor, but he's like young um, Thor. I think
1: Black Knight maybe also. There was someone like went full on dressed like a cowboy, but they were like an alien uh, sort of deal. I don't remember who it was. Oh, Immortus, I think. Yeah. Whoa.
0: Which is a different version of Kang, which is a fun thing. Um, Right. But yeah, I like this. One of my favorite things is. He's called Kid Colt possibly because he wields two Colt forty five pistols. Possibly, <laughs> But who knows? <laughs> but
2: but he's, also he's also a
0: child. <laughs> yeah. He rode a horse named Steel. Uh, and there's a lot of like little fascinating tidbits about him. I mean, it's all about like, you know, Western films and Western stories um, that I won't like fully get into. It's, it's a pretty interesting read uh, in my opinion. Uh, but and, what is also fun is that there is a brief period in which he is like still a cowboy, but then also does have a like space helmet on. So he's not exactly a space cowboy, but he it feels like it. It's very weird, right?
3: Which this is the tie into that 70s show.
1: Perfect, Mm. that's all
3: Michael Kelso wants to be,
1: right? That's right. Uh, the kid cult and other like early western comic books are not interesting (laughs) (laughs) or or fun to read. Oh,
0: no. I like, feel
1: they're not, that's they're why they're not they problematic whatever. Ran. It's just sort of like, oh, he saved the village again.
0: Yeah. Okay. i probably oh, I'm sorry. why they came comics in the 40s in general.
1: Yeah, but at least, like, Captain America was like, oh, how True. is the Red Skull gonna, uh, you know, leave his head behind, but also not die this time and <laughs> stuff like that? Sure. And also,
2: he has superpowers, whereas Kid Colt's just a guy with a gun,
3: possibly.
1: Right. <laughs> Which is why, like, the ghostwriter is so interesting because he gets to be a you know, a ghost writer, but he's actually a writer. <laughs> yeah, he rides a he horse gets to be a ghost ride.
0: <laughs> um Yeah. Since since Tay did mention it uh, on his official oh. like page, uh, for abilities, it's listed he is a skilled gunfighter and horseman. Huh. So horseman. One, yeah, horseman. Yeah.
1: Oh wow. Centaur. Yeah.
0: Centaur. He and Steel have kid centaur. Right
1: <laughs> oh, that's why his name is Kid Colt. That's it's right, not the we guns We all it out.
0: Yeah, we got it. We got it. We got, we got there. there.
1: End the show. We're done. Perfect. <laughs> okay, well, thank we you. You need up to now.
2: know why we're yeah. here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, re- let's get ready for disappointment with Avengers Ensemble.
0: Hooray. 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 Avengers Ensemble.
1: All right, and uh, we're going to start things off uh, as far away from that answer as we can. I had a feeling. So let's start with, yeah. Uh, So this is the first time we've looked at this episode. It is Agent Carter, uh, Season 2, Episode 3. It's called Better Angels. Um, It aired on January 26th, 2016. Uh, It was written by Jose Molina, who wrote uh, Season 1, Episode 5. And there are no updates to his life or filmography on IMDb. Uh, It was directed by David Platt, who wrote... uh, the following episode, uh season two, episode four, and no updates to his life either. We've seen him because we saw all those flashbacks of Whitney Frost and Agent and uh Peggy right. Carter's her first name is an agent. Um <laughs> you know, growing up and stuff. Um mm. Vega or, can, can you imagine
3: <laughs> if you're well, like you're gonna be like, up it? and you're gonna be an agent.
0: <laughs> Dr. Agent Parker.
1: That's how you give your daughter agency, is by naming her. Ugh wow agent wow. wow uh hold on let me speaking of my agent daughter carter, on. Agent i just need to give her agent c carter yeah, yeah. oh agent c very good That's i like yours I'm better saying, yeah, yeah yeah yours is better hold on all right um <laughs> me and Sid just both remember that part in season one where i know <laughs> all right so uh agent vega or baker is played by uh <laughs> Re- agent baker vega or Vega who is a baker uh played by ray valentine uh, he was on one episode of Lucifer, one episode of Supergirl, and one episode of The Mentalist. <laughs> you had me there. What it's episode of Supergirl thing. was he on? Oh Lord, Tay. Hey, um, hold <laughs> sorry, on. Sorry,
2: sorry to ask a question. You never write these things down. I really bro. like Supergirl.
1: Uh, all right, hold on, Ray Valentine. It's Valentine and not Valentine because there's no e at the end. Ooh. He's a good, good-looking guy. Hold on. Or is time. it Valentin? It is. <gasps> or Valentin. Pop off. <laughs> Re-Valentin. <laughs> um, please hold. Hold on. Here we go. It's going to be great. I hope it's the you've seen and have know. opinions on. Hold on. Here we go. It's going to be like
3: the most extra background no person. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, I found it. He's Ricardo. Oh, I don't God. know what Come he on. does. Sorry. I just swept the legs right out from under you.
1: It's fine. I was getting there slowly. So, um, all right. So uh, next we have Kid Colt or the Rawhide Kid, depending on who you ask. Uh, it is played by the same guy uh, whose name I didn't write down, but it's the same guy that played the Captain America voice actor for the radio show that we kept coming back to in season Interesting. one. Interesting. He has a really fake sounding name, and I don't remember what it is, but it's like, I, hold on. <laughs> no, hold on. i have to go look for it. Well, let's let's see if I can get it quickly. Radio. I actually
0: should have remembered that because you did say that we were going to see him again that. at one point, yeah, and so I was like, like, "When?" You said in Hollywood, <laughs> so I should have figured that out. <laughs> I guess that's why they hit his face too, because they're like he has such a baby face.
1: Yeah, you know he's but not they, they, look they like did a big show his face uh, earlier in the in the thing. His name is Walker Roach. Walker Roach. So um, I said we'll see him in a movie next yeah. season. Yeah. So yeah i was teasing it back in uh 1946 episode seven Hmm. all right uh moving quickly on uh sheriff who i spelled uh sheriff wrong as i always do is played (laughs) by uh, an actor named clayton norcross which is a fun name uh he is either in sitcoms or kind of slightly sexy movie or tv shows ready sheer passion one episode of coach fatal passion (laughs) One episode of Baywatch Nights, one episode of Northern Exposure, one episode of Weird Science, the uh, Albert Brooks movie Defending Your Life, and the movie called Intimate Encounters, which sounds like it should be a Cinemax uh, late night show. It sounds and like isn't. it is. No? Oh. Josh Brolin is in it, in fact. <laughs> he is one. That of... doesn't quite. But I'm not positive I mean, it's not like that, but it's like that sure. but with an, an actor that also played Thanos, which is a separate <laughs> genre of its own. Yeah. He's also in a bunch of movies that are that have like non-English titles, and I thought there was all like Italian stuff, but there's like some Greek stuff in there and some like Spanish-titled stuff. It's kind of interesting, um, well, but uh, I didn't write any of it down. Yeah, he, well, read. Right, exactly. Yeah. He uh, said I have no blonde. type. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Except no a type, except man. for uh, kind of uh, a type, <laughs> chiseled, just yeah. chiseled, and then that's chiseled. it. Chiseled, um, I- interpret that how you will. A uh, gorgeous blonde, uh, who I interpreted as the one that uh, t- talks to Howard, but that was only because uh, it was the first blonde I saw and she had a speaking role. Um, she was in the, uh, it's played by, sorry, it's played an act- by an actress named Hope Lauren, Um as in, I hope Lauren gets named in the movie she's in, but uh, she does not uh, The she was in uh, the Forever Purge, seven episodes of the MTV show Awkward, which is a, a fun show, and three episodes of Supergirl. And Tay can look up which uh, which episodes. <laughs> I will. Well. Um, so much
2: Supergirl crossover! This was an episode yeah. for me.
1: What is this Supergirl? Uh, Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, Gorgeous girl. This is as opposed to gorgeous blonde uh, is an uncredited role, as many of her roles were uh, played by Anika Kantos. Kantos. Um, some of her roles that she's played: uh, stripper in *Stripper's Guide to Fighting Terrorism*, <laughs> which is a lot to unpack. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, she played Barb in one of her only named roles in the movie, uh, in the surf Betty segment of the movie *Hot Girls on the Beach*. Uh, and then she played several unnamed, uncredited characters in Fresh Off the Boat, Man with a Plan, and Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising. Uh, we're going to skip that one and, and head directly down to Security Guard Warshower, who I'm assuming is the guy that she encounters as she's leaving. The yeah. Jarf, Jarvis comes and says, Miss Wendy, whatever. Jarf. Um, Jarf. Uh, it's played by a guy named Chris Harrison. It, The Security Guard, uh, who does have a name... Uh, even though we see him for far less time than some of these other people, uh, is played by a guy named Chris Harrison. And he played a goon in the movie Hail Caesar, which was also about Hollywood in earlier times. But now the reason why we're here. Torrance. The stuffy I don't want women in my men's club is played by John Belma. Who was in one episode of Parks and Rec, one episode of The West Wing, one episode of Scrubs, one episode of Friends, one episode of Star Trek Enterprise, one episode of Alias, and two episodes of Boy Meets World. Uh, specifically, season five, episode 22, and season seven, episode seven. So okay. that is someone you can look forward to Interesting. seeing. Uh, he is Hotel Guest and Hotel Man, I believe, are the two characters he's <laughs> playing in those episodes.
2: Okay, so. okay. Okay, that's fun. Hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, like you know, you don't have to have us on when you get to those episodes or whatever, but you know, just
2: anyway. five and seven.
1: Yeah, season six, he's like, I'm not involved. That's Is so there a hotel? Random. No, no, I'm not in it. I'm not in it. Like, I, I know season seven. I know yeah.
2: what ep- what episodes have hotels in season five, but I can't think of, of the I mean, one like, that does in season seven.
1: Flashback? With new characters? Oh, that doesn't make
2: sense. No. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Hang on, there's the spoilers.
2: My brain is just, like the little file cabinet in my brain is going like, where Roll is the the season? Whoa, that's fun. Okay.
1: When Topanga becomes a bounty hunter. Oh sorry I said oh god. Oh
2: no. <laughs> no spoilers, no spoilers. You're good. Listen. <laughs>
3: We have had a guest on before that did (coughs) genuinely just talk about stuff from the future of the series. And so I get nervous whenever people talk
2: about it. (laughs) Sid only had Fair one enough. working headphone at the time, so she just like put one hand in her and <laughs> just took like out. took her headphone out, <laughs> pretend like, like she was still listening.
3: Yes, nodding a lot. for sure. Absolutely, mm.
1: that's smart. I just freak out publicly at the guest that I don't know. That's just how I. Sure. That's just how I roll. Like, Wah! and they're like, yeah.
0: <laughs> they go, I'm and they're sorry. Like, wow. Okay. We okay. haven't gotten there yet. You know, um, I, I obviously
3: like haven't seen the Boy Meets World episodes, but I was trying for the longest time to figure out where I knew that man from because I was like, he's been in yeah. things yeah. and he's totally yeah. the accountant yes. from Parks and Rec and it did not hit me until you mm-hmm. said Parks and Rec and I was like, oh, he yeah. loves Ben Wyatt so much. <laughs>
1: yes. yes.
2: Can you say
3: his name yeah. again?
1: John Balma. B-A-L-M-A. Because like, he's like, tell Patrick he's like a that...
0: Ba- calculator joke. Sorry.
1: <laughs> he's like a Balma
0: for your uh, I don't know <laughs> finish the thought No, I um, I love
2: when the jokes just die <laughs> I did also Like I couldn't get there I'm sorry You
3: did mention Chris Harrison I did think it was funny whenever I was looking not on IMDb it was some other cast list that came up and former ex the horrible bachelor host uh Chris Harrison's picture came up and I was like that man is not in the show <laughs> Yeah, I was like,
2: it's not that Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Whoa. I was reading something. And my brain yeah. just like looked into that. That's what I said.
1: I just thought that was a cool way of saying like It's person? not that Chris Harrison.
3: <laughs> you just name in all of the ABC shows now. <laughs> You're just in that right. whole universe. Right. It's fine.
1: Boy, that guy not was Grey's Anatomy. You know what I'm talking about?
3: <laughs> it's
1: Okay,
2: real. I knew. See, season five, I knew... That one part. I was right about. I don't know what season seven is, though. It's not show. Here it
1: is. He, he looks like yeah. a bird.
2: Oh, my God. You were right. It is a flashback in season seven. Called shot. That's you crazy. did it, James.
1: Wow. You know, you only put a hotel in a show one time. <laughs> that's oh, no, also incredible. I'm a liar. Oh. You
2: were wrong. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry to take this that moment. Seems from right. you. <laughs>
1: that seems right. No, that seems, that if, seems like.
0: If so, I was going to say, that's incredible quality control to go, hey, this guy, it's like a bit actor. We need to go find him and bring him back yeah, <laughs> just man. to be in the background or whatever, like just for consistency.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Who was it?
1: That's like how, how I Met Your Mother is famous for like, we need to get this exact person because they were in the right. background for that. Yeah. So they right. just uh, spent some time on Boy Meets World. <laughs> it's a fun
0: fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. How I Met uh, Your Boy. <laughs> so I have, I have some nostalgia stuff, uh, for our guests, uh, before we head out, I actually almost forgot to tell you what I, cause I mentioned earlier when we did the scenes, what, that they had these like, uh, headlines that were already made for like a couple months in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wanted to go over what those two were They're for the same day, but they're like, kind of like possibilities. Which, which day was it Colin? Oh, uh. July, July. I think it says July 26th. It's like slightly blurry for me. I, I think it's say. July 16th, which is a pretty great day. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Jane's birthday. Uh, In
1: 1947. Which, yeah,
0: 1947. Oh, did I say 46 just now?
1: No, no, no. Uh, I'm Uh-oh. saying I'm very old.
0: Oh, okay. I understand now. Sorry, I got nervous that I said the wrong date again. No, um, I, yeah, that's fair. Anytime I hear you suddenly, like not exactly yell, but like get loud with the date, I go, oh, I said the wrong yeah. year again. <laughs> um so and that's uh, fair, because I listen. I was I've been really good about it, but sometimes mm. when we're still publishing for one year, but recording for another year, my sure. brain's on where I'm editing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and mine uh, is. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> uh, you're you're with the times, I guess. Uh, mm. What I like about this is that uh, I can't quite make it out because I there, it might be clear in another shot, but the one that I have, I like that they even have the weather on there.
4: Mm. Yeah,
0: as though they know for sure what it's going to be. Also, both have an article about Yankees pitcher wins 200th game. Again, yeah. assuming that that guy's going to get it.
2: Shot.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, everything is scripted. I think that's what we're learning. <laughs> um, but the two possible articles that you could get are statesman in sleazy sex scandal. Good alliteration. Uh, mm-hmm. Or uh, the Anderson, nope, not the, sorry, Anderson ankles election resigns from race, uh, which means that he steps down. Uh, ankles, the, ankles. Mm-hmm. ankles. I speak Hollywood, so
1: I've never, um, I've never heard the word ankles in any other context than this exact headline. I right. was
2: like, I heard them say that word, and I just didn't process it because the sentence made no sense to me. I was like, I'm just not going to think about that. I've decided. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: giving It's based up. on the one time <laughs> you know, that uh, an ankle ran for senate, and
0: uh, okay. So the <laughs> other, the other thing that's in there is uh, newcomer Calvin Chadwick to run for seat unopposed. So Calvin Chadwick, this is all the. Stuff running for him. What is also fun to note is that they have clearly more than one newspaper in their pocket mm. uh, because they mentioned the Times having the um, Wilkes story calling him a communist. And this is the Los Angeles Tribune. Not the Which Times. is a, oh. a, a paper
1: that was introduced in She-Hulk I saw in the trivia for this episode.
0: Mm. Huh. That's good. That's that's interesting. Mm, fun. Um so yeah, That's a, a bunch of community. different little ways for things to uh, What is There is one more uh, article title, which I think is very fascinating, which before Ms. Marvel, we would have never really looked at, I think, but now it's relevant, Pakistan and India working towards British independence.
1: Ooh. That hey, that's awesome because right after we're done with this, we're gonna get we, into we that. We start talking about that's those awesome. scenes,
0: right? It's like that's one of those things where we would go, oh, that's interesting that that was happening at this time. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. But now it's like, wait, there's actual context. We have scenes in that time period. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Very cool. Very fun. It's that it's that cool thing of when, like, again, Marvel just like accidentally leaving in information for the future. You yeah. Know?
1: Well, I mean, also partition was a giant thing. in effect. No, oh, no, for sure. But I mean, okay. like,
0: it's it's a concept of like there was many things that happened in 1947 that they could have written about. Sure. I feel like, you know. Sure. Um, but I mean, the Yankees pitcher wins 200th game could have been a slightly bigger article, like written wise. You know what I mean? Right. Just to fill up the page. And you didn't um, look up who that was. Yeah no i didn't because i also didn't assume you know why i didn't look it up actually it's because i said he probably didn't win his 200th game on that day um
1: wow you just not believe you know, it
0: <sighs> june 16th <laughs> new york i like the seeing
1: NPs. the screen uh, come to <laughs> life like on, top up, on yeah. your face because <laughs> i Colin usually have Googling. it
0: on dark mode but like when you open a new tab it automatically makes it really yeah rare. yeah like uh, you know
1: like
2: I'm glad you clarified because I was going to bully you about having it on light mode.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's just like for whatever reason, even if you have it on dark mode, when you add a new tab, it's like still bright white. I was kidding. Uh, 1947. (laughs) Ugh, Wikipedia does not have a dark page. No, it doesn't. That's so frustrating. (laughs) Wikipedia. Oh, the picture (laughs) would have been. Hello. Hello. Hello? Hey. Uh the pitcher would have been it Doesn't tell me which one is like the the pitcher that would have done this. Um oh my god, James. What? It would have been Spud Chandler. A Spud name Chandler. that we've dropped. What? A name that we've dropped on this show. Really? Before. Yeah. Before. When I when I did a so Okay, here's a real quick peek behind the curtain. You must
1: be as old as hell in this time period. Like well,
0: no, because I no, because this is only a couple years later.
1: Oh, right. So in the nineteen
0: thirties, right. there's an Agents of Shield thing where they go to make a baseball reference, but they don't know anything about the 1930s. Mm-hmm. So when she takes and batters up, she says 1930s baseball reference and then <laughs> hits someone. So when we had a baseball moment in the 1940s, I said 1940s baseball reference. And then the kids playing baseball in, like, in the street, I said they're all pretending to be different players, mm. and I named different people from the Yankees. Oh, that's And so one funny. of the names I gave was Spud Chandler. Absolutely. Um, I guess it also technically could have been Allie Reynolds, but I saw Space, mm, uh, Spud, Spud Chandler, and I was like, no,
2: it's probably Space him. Spud Chandler. It's him. <laughs> Space Chandler? It, it is, he is him. He's um, Spudnik. Whoa.
1: Spudnik. Wait, Spudnik, communist confirmed. Get him out of here.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's all it takes. It all comes together. Yeah. It's just a circle.
0: <laughs> I really wish I could read that article. It's so small. The print is so small. There's no way to read it. But I, I really wish I could find out which one it is. But there you go. So I've looked it up. Can okay. I? Can I quickly comment. say? Before,
3: oh, this just—it yeah. it's a very nothing comment. This is just something that I forgot to say earlier Listen. until no, no such thing. until you mentioned the newspapers and like getting back into that whole scene. Something I like to do on our show with Tay is also just mention whenever extras are just doing the most. <laughs> and whenever mm-hmm. he's ushering the guy out of the secret room and he's like you just help safeguard your country's future and your own. He just does like the <laughs> biggest head shake like no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that guy's doing it. Doing <laughs> he's really he's committing to yeah. that yeah. sad card.
2: Yeah.
0: I think that there are some there are some really great extras in this episode. Um I think one of them is There is actually another reference to 1940s uh, previous Stark moments. Uh, There are people in like closer to like modern day bikinis um, in this Mm -hmm. episode. Uh, And there's one that's in the pool that at one point, like everyone's like having a good time, but there's one that's just like a little too over the top with, ha ha ha, we're having fun, (laughs) like that kind of thing. It's like, chill, listen, this is not an audition. Um, (laughs) You already have. Or uh, is it? I mean, or is it? They're like, Maybe we'll put you in the raw hide Even Chris Harrison bodyguard
3: um, walking is just like totally straight and just looking straight ahead, like no emotion. And it's just like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then continues to walk forward. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> right. He's
0: like a video game character. He has a cone of vision. He's so <laughs> and When they leave, he goes, okay, I guess I can move can't on. see it anymore. <clears throat> Where did they go? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do like I do like that because like that's like that kind of like he's just a big goon. So he looks intimidating, but he couldn't do much. He's just like, what are you doing here? It's all no? vanity muscle. You're going, okay. <laughs> and he sort of wanders off and he goes, no one ever wants to talk to me. Like, oh, no. Uh, if they, if they left, life. what if it said he was like, what are you doing back here? And then it's like, no one ever comes to visit me when I'm at work. You know, like, that's what you're like, kind of waiting for him to go. And then he's like, he's like, you lost another friend, Charles. Or <laughs> he could have just is.
3: played up his walk mm-hmm. so much. Like you had that yeah. couple of seconds. <laughs> Yeah, man. All right,
0: Sid. It's I know it's an audio format. I need you to take two steps back and show me how you would walk as a, as a security hold on. guard.
1: <laughs> just hold on. Don't let that pressure you. It's Cindy. definitely
0: it's definitely not. No, I'm I'm I won't. I'll, I'll be,
1: <laughs> it's fine. Just it's fine. really had his phone out. <laughs> I,
0: no, no. I like a like a proud parent at like a okay. get an iPad out and just be like. Oh, gonna, she's gonna yeah,
2: do it! Wow.
4: Oh, that's so
1: good!
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I I feel both intimidated
1: and also delighted.
0: Yeah, he could have done something. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I just get confused around books.
2: (laughs) He's Um, like, okay. And he was like, like me too. Yeah, me too.
1: (laughs) I get that. Relatable. Mm, Yeah. Let's hang out.
2: Books are hard.
0: You and me, Uh one of the same. That's crazy. He's
1: like, what am Um, I doing? I've been lobbying for so long to. Yeah, he's I like think women right there. Also, a lot of books.
0: and also, and
1: also, no, just that. That's fine. They, they cut him
0: off because they don't. Want oh, because <laughs> they they start to walk away. Goes they
1: okay. yanked okay. him off
2: stage with a cage. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly.
3: Jarvis totally being inconspicuous and just kind of running away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 like a a
4: little,
0: he is <laughs> so good at that. this whole series is like frequently he's like look at me I could be a spy and then at every turn he is like the least (laughs) like subtle about anything.
1: He is the flamingo. There's a flamingo in this (laughs) season and uh, that's just Jarvis too. Uh, I will say that it's interesting that uh, Stark makes a joke like or makes a statement like uh, they wouldn't even let Jarvis into the club and you think that it's like because he's so pale and British that that's you know what a what a ridiculous sort of um, embellishment to say and the driver's like i'm sixteenth turkish and you think oh yeah they probably that's probably true they would they probably in. wouldn't
2: just a little <laughs> too just a little drop of spice and that's too much All right they go oh.
0: hmm.
2: only <laughs> yeah. white milk and bread in this club
0: <laughs> yes. which you can totally tell i when they're talking about like <laughs> it can get quite raucous here and there's a man sleeping. straight up like <laughs> sleeping with a newspaper on his stomach uh, just knocked out. And also, when the girls come in, how quickly that man's like, what's up? Mm, hey, what's <laughs> up? I, I wasn't sleeping. Hey, ladies, how's it going? Also, an extra that does a lot is the extra mm. that sits next to the man next to him. So, Because there's two guys there. When she sits on the armchair, I think she says like, how you doing, honey? Or something like that to the guy. And he's like, mm. he gets a little face yeah, that's like- up. He perks up, but, like, he does this little, like, wiggle that's kind of like, hmm, look up, she she thinks I'm cute or whatever. Like, it's, like, it's so silly. It's very good. Um, I will say when okay.
2: you were, when we were, we were both, like, talking, like, trying to figure out who the, the guest was from Boy Meets World. I was like, I wonder if it was one of the women that just, like, randomly walked in and that's how they're one of the men.
0: This. Yeah.
2: Little trick. One of the many
0: girls that has dated Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not
1: saying that there's not, I'm just saying they haven't gotten on IMDb to put their, uh. Put right.
0: The, mm, <laughs> they haven't gotten credited.
1: Uncredited credit in there.
0: <laughs> sure. Uh so here is a uh guestion which is also kind of taking a uh, a page out of your book. <gasps> mm-hmm. Um since we talked earlier about um your history with Marvel, Sid. Oh, yeah. Uh just for just for our guests, not for James and I cuz we've talked about these things before. No, uh, questions for James. What Are you uh, like, what kind of like Marvel era or movie are you nostalgic for? Like, what's like a time or movie in particular that you're like, man, I wish I could go back to whatever time? And that could be even recent if you want, or it could be like, I missed 2002 with the Spider Man Pop Tart tie in. (laughs) Who are you? Can you please be a person?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Those guys are great.
0: (laughs) They are. But they were good Pop Tarts.
2: I, f-
3: I have like a couple of answers, which is a lot. That's um, Correct. Yeah, there's just there's so much Marvel <laughs> content. I can't not be nostalgic yeah. for things. Um, I think starting with the most recent, I still think Endgame was one of the coolest things to ever see in theaters and with everybody, and it was just the best conclusion to just watch that whole era. Um, And and being with everybody and also it's funny because it was like oh this is three hours long and at the time I was like oh my god this is forever now I'm like okay I could I'll do three hours again
1: yeah Yeah. um right
3: I uh spider-man 2 is just correct it's my favorite spider-man movie pretty sure uh of all of them and that's a lot to say um
1: yeah that is like a
3: thousand I know but it's so good (laughs) It is
1: very, very good. I love
3: Doc Ock so much. So that was a a very fun movie. And it was one of the ones that I saw in theaters. um, And I was a small Mm -hmm. child. And so it was really fun to go actually watch that um, because superhero movies were still like in that, like they existed, right? But it was fun to be like, oh, Marvel's like getting that resurgence back. Um, And in that vein, Fantastic Four, the 2005 one, (laughs) um, for some reason also just is my childhood and uh I remember watching that and thinking it was insane and I recently watched the CGI from it um and it's awful and I love it like I love the- oh, yeah <laughs> I love the horrible CG of yesteryear um because sometimes in current marvel I'm like this isn't good <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. and it's 2022 and why are some things from back in the day uh kind of better not all of the things but I just have hot takes. Exactly. But
1: (laughs) no, you're
0: You're right. though. It's because they didn't have to rush it back. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Is what it comes down to. Um, But I think it's also a factor of like sometimes there are things that we still can't do. And so when we see these things like the way that you have the Iron Man suit that looks like, you know, at any given moment. And then when they're like, hey, we still can't figure out how to make a natural looking human body like stretch. And you go, "Ugh!" Th- <laughs> like it's 2022. It's like, get with it, Marvel. And you're like, well, like we're doing our best. <laughs> doing and you're like, best.
2: Mm, are yeah. you? And also, no, we're but for deeply sure, there's, overworked there's times, and
0: <laughs> Yes, there's definitely times where you go that something has gone horribly wrong here. Well, yeah. There's some renders And something missing.
3: about Fantastic Four that cracks me up is watching uh, – like the younger kids on TikTok even discovering that Chris Evans has been other things mm-hmm. that is not just Captain America and yeah. Yeah. it just any roles that he's ever been in but it's really funny cuz I'm like I I knew him as uh Johnny Storm yeah. before Johnny Storm. and so how do you not
1: <laughs> Right.
2: And then I feel old. So, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um for me, I think I got really into Marvel in like 2013, 2014, 2013 okay. because that was mm. when um Iron Man 3 came out, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Uh, I believe that's correct.
2: Um and so that was like the first Marvel movie that I saw in theaters and I I'm nostalgic for that specific movie. Um but it in like in terms of like an era, the 2016 to 2018 like Civil War time was like my favorite because everything was so tense and dramatic and then obviously in 2018 is when infinity war came out um and that was such a like moment in the theater because it we have never seen a superhero movie where they lost and it was like oh mm-hmm. my god and that's the end and it's over and we have to wait a year to find out what happens um and uh, civil war was like the first marvel movie that i was super obsessed with so i think that whole like few years was like probably my favorite like proper right. era black panther the original black panther came out in 2018 as well and
0: mm-hmm.
2: that was another one i was super obsessed with uh
0: so james yeah i think we should head out west okay and get some uh, socials since Sid already did a recommendation
1: okay so let's do some socials cool so uh if you want to follow our show uh we are on twitter at time on scav or if you want to follow our network that we are on and that uh, the Lost Years is also on you can follow that at scavengers net uh I can be found uh, also not being a... Nope, hold on. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I've joined Twitter, so it doesn't make sense for me. Anyways, uh, you can find me on Twitter at unabashedjames. James. Uh, Colin, where can people find you on Twitter?
0: You can find me on Twitter at Colin M. Parker.
1: And then Tay and then Sid, where can people find you on social media if you'd like them to
0: uh, you or can be mysterious?
1: Find...
0: <laughs> you can
2: find me I'm... at on all social medias as uh, Taycro, T-A-Y-Y-C-R-O. Um, and then I'm also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash uh, It's I'm kind of back, kind. Of. I'm about to take another period of off time while I recover from a surgery. Um, I'm fine, but I am still kind of there. So that is also a place you can find yeah. me, and it's fun. Um, I'll leave to do our show because she also does our show on the show. So yeah.
3: Uh, me personally, I'm on Twitter at Sid the Kid underscore nineteen. Uh, and then Instagram, TikTok, and Hive at Sudsley, like Suds, the soap, and then L-E-Y. <laughs> I've never said that before, but I
2: was like, I don't, I don't yeah, know if people- Yeah, we don't actually do our- <laughs> <laughs> We don't do our handles. We're just like, you can find them yeah. in our person, like in our yeah. social media. Sure not, so uh, right, yeah. And then our show is on
3: Twitter and Instagram and Hive and TikTok at uh, the last year's pod. So- Get on over there,
1: Sid. The kid means you are practically a Marvel cowboy. I hope we know that. That's
0: true. Wow, I did it. (laughs) You are my 2012
3: self. Did it
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Time travel. Preparation Um, for this
0: moment. I saw Avengers and I was like, gotta
1: (laughs) gotta establish myself. (laughs) One day I'm gonna be on a podcast and
0: it was like I've gotta go for a like Buck Wild reference. Kid cult, Sid the kid, let's go.
3: Next next year's Halloween costume. I got it. There you go. <laughs> Can you imagine? Huge
1: gloves.
0: Yeah, huge <laughs> gloves. You have to get gloves for someone who's like 10 feet tall.
2: But they have yeah. to be kitchen gloves. <laughs> yes.
1: Right. I, I also liked, just real quick, that he's like, this is a, a historical drama and then holds up a comic book to show how historically accurate it is. And I think that's mm-hmm. funny. Um, uh, if you- Nope, want sorry. to f- there's uh, one more person who you should follow uh on social media and that is the composer of both the intro and outro of our uh show the music of it oh, just <laughs> lost myself for a <laughs> second uh his name is nick bermald and you can find him on twitter at nbramald uh, or on his website at nickvermaldcomposer.co.uk. That's gonna do it for uh, this episode, Uh, Sid and Tay. Thank you so much for joining us. We had an absolute blast, just exactly as expected, exactly as expected, no more, no less. And so that's you know, I don't know how you want to take that, but
2: uh, (laughs) my goal is to always meet expectations.
1: We're average, (laughs) perfect, (laughs) precisely done, exactly one hundred point (laughs) zero percent, and that is going to do it for do it for us for today. Uh, As always, I am James Anderson.
0: I'm Colin Parker.
2: I'm Tay, and I'm Sid.
3: Excelsior!
2: saying. Yeah. We'll just try to say it at the you can cut it so that I mean, at I the can time, time <laughs> it yeah. later. Um I'm just <laughs> <laughs> do we say it sound now I'm like do we say it separately or do we say it at the same time? And then you Excel-C-R. cut it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Excelsior.
3: I just took a stand. We Perfect. took too long with Perfect.
2: that. So. Yeah, thank wow, you. That, <laughs> I appreciate
3: that. I'm going to leave all that <laughs>
0: you, guys, in uh, no! you guys are so in sync. <laughs> yeah.
3: Can you believe that? We got it in one take. We said it at the exact same time. Yeah, I can't
0: believe it. <laughs> Definitely Co-hosts, not. I really appreciate
2: it. you deciding cuz I was losing my I was actually starting to freak
0: out. Okay, if you want to stop recording, you can stop recording.
2: Hooray.